the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. Donald Trump is a scam. Donald Trump is a billionaire, and that's who he represents. If Donald Trump ever worked in an auto plant, he wouldn't be a UAW member. He'd be a company man trying to squeeze the American worker. Donald Trump stands against everything we stand for as a union, as a society. Union! He was good. Union! That was a barn burner. The UAW law president who needs a lozenge. Oh, yeah, he uh, does. Well, yes. Yay, we can see Jody's beautiful face because Tristan just tested negative twice in a row for COVID after our San Francisco trip. Hooray! You mean this face? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. Stop it. It's going to stick like that. People you make have the living... wrong. You have the wrong mother. To, yes. To, 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 to never told you. Don't make that face. It'll stick that way because she's like, I made a fortune. That, yeah, yeah that face made her. A good living. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she always does the crossed eyes thing. Her uh-huh. mom obviously never told her that. Yeah. You can go back and forth with it. Too. Okay, right. stop it. Stop it. I'm stop not... it. Stop it. So that's Sit genetic, huh? Is it genetic? <laughs> okay, that's weird. That's they would not see it. They no, I'll put it on camera. See, Come I on. Do, I can't can. do the Star Trek oh, thing with my fingers. That's the, right? I have a weird genetic. Okay. All right. Hi. Good morning, everyone. Hi. Good Hello. morning. Hi. We have. Oh, is someone started doing the math already? Trump has made a whopping thirty-seven yes. posts about Eugene Carroll in the space of twenty minutes, yep. just uh-huh. ahead of the right. defamation trial. Right. Are they just going to hold him over a balcony till every last penny comes out of his? I hope so. Yeah. Uh, that was an average of uh, one point eight five posts per minute, which I have. To say, I think that's a new. That's fast. Record. Okay. Oh, one of them is the. Uh, <laughs> Carol joking that Obama, uh, big energy. Obama has got it. Oh, Ooh, that's probably what made him the maddest because that's true. Uh huh. Oh my God. Can you imagine? Let's just, Jody, let's just have a girl moment. Let's think how much bigger it is than Donald Trump's tiny, deformed little Cheeto. Uh, oh my God. He probably takes it out in sections. I mean, it's, I don't even want to. Okay. <laughs> we'll talk about that later. Uh. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Oh, and he, uh, you know, you know, Noel Kessler, I think I read that tweet yesterday. I, she, he was saying his core, what's the word, psychosis, whatever it is, is his hatred of women. Yeah. Yes. So he's basically, so he's threatening Nikki Haley. Yep. Uh-huh. He's tweeting about E. Jean Carroll. Um, it, it's just the venom that came out of him about Nikki Haley. Yeah. You're just like, he, I mean, this is what a rapist is. Mm-hmm. It's someone that hates women. It's not about sex. It's about power. And I, you can tell he's just furious. So he's in his mob boss mode, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he warned anyone who donates to Nikki Haley from this moment forth will be barred from the MAGA camp for life. Whoa. Ooh, will they be able to visit you in prison? Oh, no. Yeah, double secret, secret probation. Exactly. <laughs> Couldn't get that one out. Yeah. Double secret probation. Right. right. You're awake. Yeah. I guess this would be a statement from the bassinet. We haven't done one in a uh. while. <clears throat> okay. Hooray! Nikki Birdbrain Haley is very bad for the Republican Party, and indeed, her- <laughs> he's 
He's very not self-aware. Okay, and instead, uh, and indeed our country, her false statements, derogatory comments, and humiliating public losses, demeaning to true American patriots, her anger, should be aimed at her third-rate political consultants, and more importantly, crooked Joe Biden, and those who are destroying our country, not the people who will save it. Oh, hang on, page two. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> so he gets back up. From this moment forth. <laughs> Yeah. Here's a little scroll. Yeah. <laughs> they will be permanently barred from the MAGA camp. Aww. Are you pulling up the rope in your what little you fort? Hmm. We don't want them. We will not accept them because we put America first and always will. Okay. Is, is he the new president of the He-Man Women's Hater that, Club? That's yes. exactly it. He has a Casa Dojo. Mojo Dojo Casa House? Yeah. Wouldn't that be funny if the next he has like a big fur coat and a headband? Yeah. Uh-huh. His next rally. And saloon doors. What is going on with his makeup? Dear Jesus. Oh, God. Is that, did he not pay that person? Of course. What? Blend. Blend. For God's sake, you can see the... Mm-hmm. Did someone just lose the will to live when they got this far on his big, fat, ugly, orange face? Perhaps his hair was too far forward. <laughs> just, okay. Oh, my gosh. All the right people are going through a bad time. Uh, how did the ethics probe into Representative Rapium forehead has heated up again? <laughs> this is the revenge of <laughs> Kevy. Yeah. Kevy, the is. congressional... Uh huh. Heidi, hi. Heidi, hi. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of people, Kevin fans, hate Matt for yep. ejecting him. So fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. Uh, yeah, the ethics investigation of Matt Gates and his involvement with teenage girls appears to be ramping up. <laughs> I just, I have a karmic feeling about this year. Am I right? <laughs> I think you so. right. I feel like. Oh, God. Okay, I'm too giggly. <laughs> you are very giggly. <laughs> uh, the Health Ethics Committee investigating Congressman Gates has done a new round of outreach to potential witnesses, including a woman who was 17 when she allegedly has sexual contact with Congressman Gates. We have learned they also reached out to the Justice Department asking for materials from its years-long investigation into the Congress. Oh, Oh, God. My. Oh, Ruthlessly oh. absurd. Yes. Marjorie Taylor Greene's going to get rid of Speaker God Warrior and wow, this whole party's just... And then Who are nominate, they gonna get? they're going to nominate Trump and then Trump's going to get convicted. They had a hell of a time Nobody. putting a Speaker of the House last time. <laughs> I know. Who are they going to get that's going to be left? Oh, God. Well, there's nobody... Hakeem Jeffries. Trump is running the party now. He's telling the Senate, don't yeah. do the immigration mm-hmm. deal. Uh-huh. I want chaos at the borders. I want the economy mm-hmm. to blow up. I'm like... Oh, my God. Can I just say, I know Ron DeSantis got back very grudgingly. <laughs> but I don't feel like Nikki Haley. I don't, I get, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe she will also bend the knee when she, she loses. probably will. Yeah. But, oh, my God, this is getting nasty. Mm-hmm. Fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. She's not going to be the nominee. No, she's not. But she doesn't, no one seems to, she doesn't, hasn't gotten the memo yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Why am but I... you know what? It, it kind of sucks that two people from very sparsely populated states have already determined. I know the yes. the nominee yes. of, of that party. That's insane. Their um, song should be "Whiter Shade of Pale." Is that a <laughs> that should be the official song <laughs> yeah. of the GOP? Have they I, fi- could they find a whiter state perhaps well, after? It, it used to be that it used you know nominations used to go probably till about Super Tuesday. Yeah, yeah. till March. Right then yeah. then we had a nominee and and that's fine. But yeah. After two I extremely agree. white, small, sparsely populated states, that's insane and not a way to pick a, a nominee. I agree. Yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, I well. Agree. Best of luck to you. Let us know how everything works out. But oh, you know what? I mean, yes. Democrats do that too at this point. <laughs> we did it. it. It shouldn't we be. We did it to Elizabeth Warren. Right. Exactly. It shouldn't be Joe that Joe Biden way. won more votes than Barack Obama did, who was on the ballot right. and ran unopposed. So, right. you know what? But here's the mainstream media with your new enthusiasm for Biden stories. <laughs> Democrats did it to me. Sorry. I'm in a mood. I'm being extra C-wordy today. I guess you are. Hmm. You're being the C-word Tessa. (laughs) I am am being the Tessa of all I survey. (laughs) Because we have a big Thursday show, thanks to Jody Hamilton, Uh who does the Lord's work. She does. Hmm. Carl Frisch, we have Dr. Redliner, is back. We have uh, uh, Dana Goldberg, who is fantastic. Uh, Look, Everything's better when Dana's here. Yeah, the love rolls in for Chris and Jody. Uh, Rick says, uh, Chris and Jody are doing an amazing job. You look fantastic. Wait, I thought you guys were the eye candy, and I was... The, am I the eye candy? I'm just you're eye candy, candy now. Uh, thank you, Jenny Cell. I'm not doing an amazing job. I'm just... I can't... Oh, I'm the pretty you, one. You keep the show moving along. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you look fantastic, and the canine chaos qu- twins keep everybody on their toes. Yeah. Please bring Sexy Liberal to Spokane. Uh, oh, that's a fantastic idea. Um, we had a we had a so Spokane many things we can't tell you well, right yeah. now. So many things we can't tell you. We'd have to kill you, but we shall have sexy liberal annou- announcements uh, soon. Oh, speaking of the canine chaos twins, look, Darcy says hi, Steph family. We want to introduce everyone to Iggy. He watched his first Stephanie Miller show yesterday. He loves Mama Steph. Look how handsome and romantic okay. Iggy oh, he's he is. Adorable. Oh, adorable. Oh, Spruce. Spruce is good. Spruce, Spruce is good. Babysitting Spruce. Yes. It's you're required to say it that way. Sprucey. Sprucey. <laughs> what? Am I, am I causing the nervous breakdown by just taking you all with me, or am I? Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's Thursday. It's almost the weekend. What? Yeah, there's spruce. spruce! Okay. Show it to that. <laughs> okay. There he is. Fantastic. Aw, she. Aw, she. yep. she's so cute. Aw. Yep. Um, just, we're, so when we're in the pathetic hot mess that this party is, mm-hmm. stack. Greg Abbott got into a feud with parody account Liam Neeson. Yeah. At least I only asked once, like a long time ago. I'm like, is this the real Liam Neeson? I thought everyone knew that. That's not the real. He got in a Twitter fight. So is Matt Gates still suing a Twitter cow or no? I don't know. Among his other legal troubles. Uh, Greg Abbott was widely mocked after he got in a feud with the parody account Liam Neeson over (laughs) Pro's border wall. Uh, the uh, Liam Neeson count uh, tweeted, if you think a border wall, the exact border being pros- proposed by the Republicans, would help the situation in the border, then you don't understand the problem and need to delete your Twitter account immediately. <laughs> uh, Greg Abbott tweeted, indignant. Mm-hmm. Said, another Hollywood actor thinking they know what's best for Texas. Listen here, Liam. Make like an actor oh. and learn your role and leave dealing with the border to me. <laughs> well, that'll no. show not Liam Neeson. Okay, I don't. Eh. You got taken by it too, so only for a second until I asked you. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, until is this we the real, told you, is this the real that's, Liam Neeson? You that's, said no. That's Liam Neeson. Right, oh, and it's yeah. got a trademarks. It, right, thing, yeah, right, as in Nissan, Nissan the car. Yeah. Could I have my Gone with the Wind music? Oh, oh God, okay. we mentioned this yesterday, yes. but oh dear, Miss Lindsay, Miss Lindsay, Miss Lindsay. Uh, <laughs> this is a uh, oh uh, from the intellectualist report. Uh, Graham hugged Fawny Willis after testifying before a Georgia grand jury. I feel like there was crying and begging. I can't fiddle knee. I can't go to pr- I can't go to prison. If I if I have to, can you make this petticoat tighter? 
According to sources familiar with his testimony, Graham not only discredited Trump's brief belief in election fraud, but also insinuated that Trump cheats at golf. <laughs> Which he does. He's going to be back being Trump's ball washer in a second right. on, the, on the golf course. Yes, of course. That's what I mean. Um... The, yes, the scene reportedly ended with an unexpected hug between Graham and Willis, leaving onlookers surprised at the right. unusual display of emotion right. from South Carolina's senior senator. Uh, really? Unusual display of emotion? Have you seen his Lady Macbeth Kavanaugh performance? <laughs> Have you There's seen that. his body of work? <laughs> oh, my God. What a pathetic mess of a party. Yeah. Holy yeah. crap. Yep. All right. Uh, so we have a. Oh, we have the delightful Carl Fresh coming up first. Dr. Redliner and uh, 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 which who's it? Uh, Dana Goldberg. That's right. Yeah. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Oh, pardon me. You've caught me putting my morning kick into my giant hydration system. Hello. This segment of Energetic Schadenfreude brought to you by Morning Kick. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. No okay. one helped me. Oh, you weren't going to help me. Okay. That's fine. All right. Uh, Carl Frisch coming up. Yeah. Dr. Yeah. Red Leonard. Uh, Dana Goldberg's here, so everything's better. And now we have a giggling whore from Baltimore. Oh. Good morning, Jenny. Good morning, Miss Stephanie Miller and Mr. Chris Lovewatt and Jody from uh, calling you Chris Lovewatt. Go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to call because I watched Joe Scarborough this morning, which was a big mistake. Uh oh. And they kept talking. I know they kept talking about how the Republicans are rejecting this plan, and they're just going to keep the border open. They're going to keep the border open. Yep. And I just want to say that border. It's, it's like they're talking about my legs for Bob Seska. It's just, it's not true. It's just not open. Right, right. Bob Seska's only open for business from Kimberly Johnson. That's right. right. Thank you for acknowledging that, even as a I giggling know. whore. It's not fair. I know, I know, I know. All right. Well, you know, it's not just Bob. Yes. But anyway. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying that the border, the border is not open. And they need to stop saying that the border is open. Yes. It's not open. It's never been open. If you build a wall around Bob yeah. Seska, Kimberly Johnson will come. <laughs> oh, God. Really? It's a play on Field of Dreams. See, it made the giggling whore giggle. Oh. Yeah, who cares if you like it? Fine. Okay. Oh, we have a uh, we have a uh, hate uh, tweet. Hang oh. on one second. Okay. What do we do now? Well, because you know whenever... Oh, we're having Dino Badal on Monday, at which time we will be uh, Hamas terrorist sympathizers. Right. But yesterday we had Malcolm Nance on from Israel, so we are... Zionist hoodlums. Thank you. Yes. Uh, Who is this? Debbie uh, tweets, Malcolm Nance knows where his bread is buttered. I don't know, so they're implying that he's getting paid by something. Okay. I don't know if there's any evidence of that, but okay. And now Stephanie um, is getting money from the pharmaceutical industry? (laughs) (laughs) If only. What? If only. What? Why, why did she throw that in there? Oh, because I say that you should get vaccinated and maybe mask up because COVID is not over. Oh, I'm a farmer shill. So I'm... Because of all those pharmaceutical commercials that air on this program? <clears throat> yes, none of which uh, that guy's ever heard, we ever. Don't, we don't um, have any pharmaceuticals. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know we're exactly. fueled by all that George Soros oh, and of course. Pharma money. Yeah. What? 
howdy. Okay. <laughs> I hate people. Uh, well, okay. you know, people suck. <laughs> Except for Hillary Clinton, who had the tweet of all tweets. All right. To uh, Greta Gerwig and Margot yeah. Robbie, she said, uh, Greta and Margot, while it can sting to win the box office but not tame home the gold, your millions of fans love you. You're both so much more than Kenoff. <laughs> Hashtag Hillary Barbie. Oh, my <laughs> I God. love her so much. Have I mentioned I'll Die Mad? Have no, I mentioned you that? Have. I've heard that yeah. You've worn a shirt that yeah. says that too. Yes, it's stephaniemiller.com, yeah. mm-hmm. along with a uh, uh, She Was Right About Everything yeah. t shirt. Um, Tara Dublin tweets I want a Hillary Barbie so I can play rightful 45th president in my Hillary Barbie <laughs> Dream White House. <laughs> Hashtag always with her. Okay, Lucretia in Milwaukee. Hello, Lucretia. Oh, sweaty church Hi, whore. Good morning. I. Yeah, the the I, giggling whore open for you. I normally, I normally don't request this, but is it okay if I could be placed on hold and come back to after um, Mr. Frisch? Because it was something that important I did want to share with you guys oh. that right. some of the step heads didn't know. So is that is that cool? Yes, yes, cool? yes. Yeah. Here, here, hold please, hold please. Okay, Karen Chicago loves being slammed into a hard break. She does. Hi, Karen. Oh. Jeez, thanks a lot, Lucretia. Okay. Jeez. Okay, I was, real quick, I was triggered by Joe Scarborough this morning, too, because here's the thing. They're acting like Donald Trump and the way the Republican Party is acting now is something new. The reality of this, the fact is that they have always courted authoritarianism with voter suppression they have been anti-democratic they don't stand for anything that they did and this is the thing they have worshipped one man before and yep. his name was reagan that's true so this is yeah. nothing new yeah they are prone to cults of personality it's yep. true based on you know not actual facts right 29 minutes after the hour carl frisch next an elected representative, I would sit on that dais. And how dare I, sitting there as an elected representative, judge a parent when they would come to the podium to speak and advocate for their child? Because as we started this conversation, mm-hmm. we'll end it. Huh? That is Tiffany. Uh, Tiffany. Uh, Justice. 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 Founder of Moms for Liberty. Oh. I assume uh, taking a break from a three-way. Oh, not that no, one? That's one. a different mom. Different okay. Right. <laughs> okay, she was on uh, Joy Reid. If a parent believes that their child should be able to read Ruby Bridges. Uh, We believe that parents, that children should be able to read Ruby Bridges. Then how can Moms for Liberty insist that the school board take that book away and then say that a parent who wants the child to be able to read it must purchase it? That's essentially putting a tax on parents who want their children to read the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hello. Thank you, Joy. Good you. good, uh, point. Your kids get to have books for free that you agree with, but children who want to read, or parents who want their children to read books you don't like, have to purchase it. That doesn't sound Joy. fair. <laughs> thank you, Joy. Right. Thank you. Thank you. You know what? If only we knew someone that knew something about school boards and such. Why? What? I am Carl. good. <laughs> Carl, for, let's talk to our fancy Fairfax County school board friend, shall what? we? Carlfirst.com. Hiya, Carl. Uh, would you care to expound? Hello. <laughs> Not only that, every member of my school board received more votes in November than Ron DeSantis received in New Hampshire. 
So. <laughs> Hooray! Let's stop Nashua. Right. right. But that that's a great point, right? About it's essentially putting a tax mm-hmm. on parents for yeah. their, you know, their choice in books. Well, it's not only it's not only that, but it's also telling well-trained school librarians who study this work to find age-appropriate representative material for students that they shouldn't be doing their jobs. Um, So look, um, I think the vast majority of parents want their kids to have access to diverse reading material that's age-appropriate, and they don't want other people getting in the way of that. Um, And they trust that the school librarians and teachers who are picking reading materials uh, and and went to school to to find uh, techniques techniques for doing that um, are doing a good job. Yeah. Um, so I I just I can't keep up with the number of stories. Like it seems like even when one Republican somewhere tries to be somewhat decent, the whole party just disembowels them. Uh, Ohio's transgender children will be unable to obtain gender-affirming medical care after all, now that the Ohio State Senate has voted to override Republican Mike De- Governor Mike DeWine's uh, veto on the issue. Uh, DeWine gave an impassioned statement last month saying only families and doctors should make those life-altering decisions with their children. I mean, I, I think there is a through line, Carl, that you and I have talked about, like you were just saying. It, it's trying to make decisions for parents, whether it's on books or, or health care for their children. And the cruelty is the point, right? Um, you know, it's almost as if this is their thing, right? How, how cruel can we be in any given moment? And so these things have been passed in, in various states all over the country. They're being challenged, and I expect that they'll be overturned eventually. Uh, we'll see if the Supreme Court ever gets at what happens. But, um, you know, it's it's no wonder that uh, these families are, are worried about their kids. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I do think those are potent issues, you know, because starting with women's choice, that, you know, people don't like the government in their, their private decisions, right. uh, whether it's about their kids or, you know, their own body. Um, I loved uh, Noel Kassler. I was going to get your take on, uh, by the way, don't say gay guy. I guess they... Don't say Ron is really (laughs) what happened there. Um, So, yeah, Noel Kassler said, should we drive straight off a a cliff into a sea of molten lava or continue down the highway that may have a few potholes, but quite a bit of progress has been made on repairs? Vote blue. Um, I mean, this is where we are, right, in this this election year already. Yes. Um, Look at what Republicans are already doing to ensure that the guy who tried to, um, you know, stage a coup um, it returns to the White House. They're already, you know, torpedoing uh, deals that were in the, the offing in the Senate that Biden administration had been working on with Democratic and Republican senators to, to address issues at the border. Um, they will do anything to put this person back in the White House. Um, and all you have to do to realize that it will be no different whatsoever is look at how he's been acting since Iowa and New Hampshire, right? Um, I mean, what is the cognitive dissonance of somebody who yells at Nikki Haley for talking about winning when she didn't win, when you're the guy who's been doing that for the last three and a half years? Yes, exactly. Self-awareness, not a strong set on the Republican side. Um, Wanted to get your take, though. Angry Staffer tweets, you know who isn't happy about uh, the primary results? The GOP elite. They understand that Trump is a sandwich of a candidate and they're going to be the ones eating it. I mean, I do think there is some panic going on. 
about there certainly is but as long as the gop elite does whatever it is that the party ends up picking they have only themselves to blame right you know they have a choice here too they don't have to go along with the party they don't have to go along with trump they can take a different path it may mean that they lose the white house it probably means that they lose the white house um but if if they actually see trump for the threat that he is not only to this country but to our democracy and democracies abroad yeah um and they would do the right thing but they're more concerned about their tax cuts they're more concerned about gutting regulations and hurting the environment um than they are about doing the right thing and and protecting american democracy it is like a weird kink this just like parade of abject humiliation he's subjecting former rivals to i uh, chris hayes said before this campaign is over trump is going to make mike pence come on stage and chant hang hang mike pence (laughs) i mean there just seems to be no level of humiliation they won't stoop to for him no and i I watched this uh event with uh senator scott from south carolina where he was trying to the most cringy biscuity moment ever frangela said he committed hate crime against himself (laughs) it was so strange and like this is what it's going to be like for the next year, yeah. right? And if he's elected, it's going to be what it's like for, you know, it might be like this from a jail cell, but um, uh, nonetheless, this is what it's going to be like. Um, and look, the media doesn't cover Trump like they used to, yeah. right? He's still saying, every day he's still saying something nutty on, on truth. Yeah. So His dementia is starting to break through even to Fox News, <laughs> you know, uh, that's the good news I think about Nikki Haley staying in as she yeah. keeps talking about it, right? And we'll see. I mean, imagine if Nikki Haley wins a state on Super Tuesday. Yeah. I don't think it's going to happen. But if she did win a state on Super Tuesday, I think Trump would lose his, his, whatever is left of his mind. Oh, God. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about, you know, speaking of the coverage of Trump, I mean, it's just we're so used to he just gets a pass on everything that it's just, oh, you know, it's just Trump so he can, you know, do whatever. But debating. I mean, you know, I, this is obviously the story behind closed doors is that his advisor, they're not going to let him because obviously his dementia would be on display. Um, we've seen it in front of friendly crowds or friendly interviewers, you know. Um, yeah, Dean Obadala said Trump refuses to debate Nikki Haley because he knows his mental decline would be on display for all to see. Or at least Trump's handlers know that because Trump know, has no idea what's happening. It's time the corporate media pressure Trump to debate Haley before the South Carolina primary. America must see Trump's dangerous mental decline. Yeah. Well, you know, again, I, I'm, I would doubt he's even going to de- debate Biden he's if he's to. the nominee. I mean, well, for the same reason. Debate Hillary. He almost didn't debate Biden the first time. Right. Right. So at some point he's going to, you know, uh, decide that he's just going to take the plunge and not do it at all. Um, and look, um, I think that is a big gamble um, to to walk away from those opportunities. Those are moments in a campaign when, you know, the whole world is watching, mm-hmm. and um, you only walk away from it if you can't pull it off. Yeah. If there's hope of pulling it off. Yeah. Wow, even Mia Farrow chimed in. She said, I'm betting Trump will not debate Biden. He knows he can't. His brain's not what it was. He's unfamiliar with and uninterested in issues and solutions domestic and internationally. He attempts a kind of uh, stand-up routine peppered with insults, vile language, lame jokes, and a lot of revenge stuff, plenty of incoherence. I mean, I love that the Biden camp, Carl, is just starting to post his quotes. Like, you know, the death penalty, we're in a, that incoherent... <laughs> they're just, you know, the Biden camp's like, we don't know what he means either. Like, it's just... Yeah. incoherent right well and you know the the last uh reporter that you just read from about whether he'll do it uh, 
he doesn't need to be interested in policy or international affairs or anything else in order to debate. He wasn't interested in those things before when he was showing up for the debates. Yeah. Um, but it speaks volumes that uh, his handlers and perhaps even himself believe his shtick that he's been doing for the last, you know, six years, seven years, um, had a shelf life that is long expired. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I love Brett, our friend from uh, Midas Touch, said, remember, folks, when we go to the polls this November, you can either choose D for democracy or R for rapist. <laughs> I mean, I I just, of all the weird political years you and I have been through, Carl, this one is just, oh, my God. I've decided that I'm going to start saying this year is precedented. Because, <laughs> yeah, that you know, um, I've been saying unprecedented for almost a decade now, every year, and uh, this one is precedented. Yeah. I mean... I could say that I could never see it happening, but I could say that I could see it getting worse and worse and yeah. stranger and stranger. So yeah. where, this, where this goes, who I mean, knows? But We can't give in uh, to despair, but you know, Dana Goldberg uh, tweeted something like that too, that it is somewhat depressing to live in a country where it is even a possibility that Donald Trump could be president again, that enough people could support this. Well, and don't forget between now and November, some of these cases are going to be done. So yeah. you, if we think it's weird right now, wait until that happens. Yeah. Um, Carl, just have to get your take before you go. <laughs> and not only are we in the second highest COVID sur surge and only 20% of us have gotten the vaccine that covers the variants that are currently out there, but uh, measles is back yeah. for the kids. Isn't that fantastic? There's a measles outbreak because parents are refusing to get their kids vaccinated for anything and then sending them to school with the aforementioned disease right well you know uh school divisions who are on it are looking for every way possible to help close it. every year yeah. there's a um effort to try and get kids who are not vaccinated vaccinated right mm -hmm. it's not entirely driven by vaccine denial sometimes it's driven by um access to close proximity where you can get a vaccine yeah so school divisions that are actually concerned about making sure that kids have the vaccines they need to keep everybody safe are doing everything they can to um, close those gaps in their school divisions. Yeah, I just the was ones a story that don't on, and don't trust in science or not. Right. You know, there was a story this morning on CNN about how you know airline behavior, you know, incidents on airlines are worse than ever, even though COVID's over. I mean, it started as a national tantrum over masks. Most of the incidents were related to having to wear a mask, but. I, it just it's an entire nation that seems to be like just Trump has made it OK to act like an angry toddler in any situation. But it's interesting. They're saying like there's still all these incidents of misbehavior on flights because people think it's OK to be an a-hole anywhere now. Bet we can't use that to like bargain with the airlines for like an extra five inches in the seat. <laughs> yeah, I'm mad about it. You don't know what well, I went through just getting to San Francisco and I didn't take it out on a poor flight attendant. No, of course not. I like I don't even like. They what they go through, and I have friends that are yeah. uh, that work in the airlines. What they go through is insane. Um, yeah. But I would promise to like not even raise an eyebrow, not even blink, if they would just give us a few more inches in every yeah. seat. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I know, almost I, got bumped off my flight. I had to pay extra to buy a seat I already paid for to check a bag I didn't have to check. Like I was mad by the time I was in Burbank Airport for, since the beginning of time. But it's just you, you know you, you teach that in your schools, Carl's. You don't take out whatever's happening, you know, on people that have nothing to do with it. You know. Say, are you are you telling me you realize that the person standing at that at that ticket counter was not personally responsible for all the problems you had? Listen, I'm going broke buying Starbucks cards for flight attendants. I can only keep this up so long, people. 
Anyway, all right, Carl, great stuff as always, and uh, keep fighting that good fight on the school board. We love you. Have a good one. Okay. You too. Bye-bye. Welcome to the party barn. May we take your order? It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Dirty little secrets to dirty little whores, <laughs> particularly sweaty church ones in Milwaukee. Hello, Lucretia, you're on. All right. Good morning, everyone. I I just want to say, like, like your timing was good because I just got done helping a parishioner come out of the confessional. Oh. So I can focus on talking to you guys. Oh, good. <laughs> oh, good. Fantastic. And, and and also, too, by the way, who does the sweaty church whore had to hump around here to get a jingle asking for a friend? Right? So, wow. Rocky Mountain Mike. Come hey, on. Mike. <laughs> Drop those bonbons oh. and get to work. <laughs> All right. So briefly, um, I had outpatient surgery on Tuesday. I had what was called um, introductory papilloma. I had um, calcification in a duct in the breast, mm. and I had mm. to have it removed because they didn't want it to turn into something serious down the line. Yeah. So just, um, I know our, our staff heads, our ladies are smart out there, but just just make sure to go ahead and um, get go ahead and check what Michael Scott refers to your ticking time bombs. Wow. Um, you want to okay. get that? Yeah. Um, I already <laughs> assumed that everything down there on me has turned has calcified. <laughs> but that's, I didn't know it was a medical thing. Do you remember the guy that called our show and said both of my eyes have calcified and been removed? Yes, I okay. remember that. Yeah, it's uh-huh. going to be hard to top that, Lucretia. Wow, what a weird old dildo! Oh my god. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but I, I didn't want to waste too much time on Nikki Haley because I, I mean I don't want to reinvent the wheel on her stupid comment about racism. Yeah. But if this country wasn't racist, then why won't you run under your birth name, Nemorada? Exactly. Hmm? Yeah. yeah. So um, shut the hell up on that. But Tim Scott, JFC, when he said, he said, well, I only love you. I'm like, he's two seconds away of saying. Hey, um, can I do a soft shoe for you, Massa? Mm, yeah. Do you want to play the biscuit? I mean, he's he's like the character that um, Samuel L. Jackson played in Django. Like, he was the house servant. Oh, my God. How it much was, ass It was humiliating, even, obviously, for white people to Very. watch, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. And, yeah. And, my, and my boyfriend was like, this is a disaster. He was like, after he got done seeing the cheesing of the... His pearly whites, he's like, yeah, I'm out. I can't do this. I yeah. said, well, I watched the rest of the disaster for you. So, and yeah. Karen, I am so, so sorry for putting <laughs> you into a hard break. I've been slammed so many times. Right. There, must, there, that's right. There's no um, concussion. There's no I in team. You know, we all take it for the team some days. We love you, Lucretia. <laughs> I love you guys. All right. Bye. Okay. All right. I don't rock him out, Mike. I think is outsourcing now. He sent Uh-oh. us a, a song that's not his. It's not his. Because he's probably busily working on Lucretia's jingle. That's exactly right. it. <laughs> or sending me an STFU uh-huh. text. <laughs> <laughs> I'm busy. Um, Trump is everything Trumpers say they hate. Is this mm-hmm. the song? Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Alexia. Trump is everything the Trumpers say they hate. He's a guy who's never done a hard day's work. He's the type who is an unrepentant jerk. <laughs> he'd be poor if he'd not gotten cash from dad. 
He would seduce your wife and never feel bad. Trump is everything, his sycophants disdain. He attended just exclusive rich boy schools. He has never ever owned a set of tools. <laughs> He's too pampered to even drive his own damn car. He would never buy you beers when in a bar. Nope. Trump has all the traits found in a crappy boss. He'd not pay you for your hours of overtime. He'd all but tell you, you are not as smart as I'm. <laughs> he would pit you against your colleagues just for fun. And then fire you before your pension's won. Nonetheless, his followers love him in measure equal to how much Trump despises them and all that they've been through. They say sometimes that beggars can't be choosers. Still, why bow down to a guy who thinks you're losers? <laughs> that was good. Bruce Nelson, a.k.a. Uh, Man Mangy Fet Petlocks. Fetlocks. <laughs> Okay, that's very funny. It was funny. Thank you. Thank you, right. Rocky Mountain Mike. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Via Rocky Mountain Via Mike, Rocky yes. Mountain Mike, exactly. All right. Uh, Dr. Irwin Redliner, Dr. Doom. Yeah. Uh, things are a little doomy, I gotta say. Uh, we will talk to him about uh, medical stuff and Ukraine next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm a right song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. The one thing I've never been given credit for was the job we did on COVID. We did a fantastic job with all of the... Uh, <laughs> All of the medicines and all, if you look at Regeneron, all of the things that we did, we did a fantastic job, have never been given the credit for that. And basically, I allowed the governors to do their states. And I gotta talk to him right away. I gotta talk to him right away. I can't. <laughs> if I'm gonna get bad news, I want it from him because he's very handsome. MSNBC medical expert. He's leading us through the Dr. Irwin Bradlinger. Here he became Dr. Doom. Dr. Irwin Bradlinger is the founding director of the National Center for Disaster Preparedness and senior research scholar. And the final command was not to listen to what we know with our ears and our eyes. <laughs> Dr. Redlitter, yeah. uh, we've talked about the war on facts and science, but oh my God. <laughs> I mean, that was a good is one. our memory that, that short? You know, I'd rather be called now Dr. Doom, who's laughing his butt off, listening yeah. to that insanity. Uh, you know, you, you wonder whether what, what Trump was just saying about COVID what a great job they did, and the fact that probably Ugh. they had a, maybe 300,000 excess deaths because of his policies. But, you know, you wonder if he doesn't know. It's possible. It's possible he doesn't know. It's possible he's just lying. It's possible he's yeah. got some weird combination of lying and don't know and people who are morons telling him things. You have no idea. All you know is you have a, 
a, a misinformation guru telling people BS when he wakes up in the morning and when he goes to sleep at night and shuts off his truth social thing and shuts off his microphone. It is, it is laughable and dangerous at the same time, which is a hell of a combination for somebody running for president. I mean, it's just, I, I, I guess, you know, I feel like we're still having a hard time. We're going to have a hard time historically wrapping our minds around that. We had a 9-11 yeah. a day. 3,000 people dead. You, you in New York, you saw the morgue trucks, the freezer trucks, oh, yeah. the bodies. Oh, yeah. the, the, you know, there was another study about how many people died of hydroxychloroquine. You had this idiot standing up there telling them to take it. What do you have to lose? Uh, inject bleach, try horse paste, or whatever the hell. I, I, I mean, it. I just, you know, I, I, that's that's one of the. It is amazing to me, despite all the other crimes and all the other incompetence, just that. The COVID, his COVID response, that he could even be considered to be president again. You know, I just tweeted a little while ago this morning the fact that I don't actually think Trump himself is the problem. I do not think the American judiciary system is the problem. I don't care who appoints them. They're generally speaking, you know, judges who have experience will make the right decision, generally speaking. Yeah. The problem is the Congress. Yeah. If we didn't have a bunch of cultists in Congress yeah. who suckle on every word that Trump says, uh, we wouldn't have this problem. He wouldn't even be a factor. We wouldn't be talking about him yeah. right now. Yeah. But he has a supplicant Congress who will do whatever he says. It's just amazing, including, by the way, right now not passing the money for uh, Ukraine, tying yeah. it up with immigration. He doesn't want immigration fixed right now. Yeah. He wants it to be a massive, yeah. growing problem on election day. Wants the economy to crash. I mean, you know, it's all like it's all great for him. He's probably you but know the, rooting for this. You know that we're in the second biggest COVID surge, and, and that's caused amazing. by the COVIDiacy that he started. That you yes. know, there's only what twenty percent of us have gotten the vaccine that covers the variants that are out there. Nobody will mask I know, anymore. No, I, I, I get. Look, he's corrupt. He's a liar. He's all the things that we know about him. But what is a mystery to me? He's not a mystery. He's what he is. The mystery is why members of Congress in such large numbers refuse yeah. Yeah. To, to defy him. And by the way, that picture of Tim Scott and these others behind him, yeah. uh, when he made his announcement about the winning in, uh, in uh, New Hampshire, that was one of the most disgusting images I've seen right. in Just a long time. Abject Steph. humiliation. Just ritual humiliation they subject themselves yeah. to. I mean, it, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. extraordinary. Um Doc, I mean, you know, we talk about this every week, but it really is just so depressing. The the I don't know how we're ever now gonna get rid of this anti science idiocy that you know because as you know like measles is back i mean you're a pediatrician the fact that we eradicated measles and it's back because this anti-vax movement you know was given life by the likes of donald trump given life by trump and now we have growing percentages of american parents who are refusing to vaccinate their children against let me emphasize this life-saving vaccines mm -hmm. These are not just yeah. uh, like you know, little routine nothing. You get it, you don't get it. Yeah. It actually matters. And to have a leader or a somebody who wants to be a leader 
lying to people and causing a mass movement that's endangering American children. Now we have a problem. And this is where I don't understand. I guarantee you that 96% of members of Congress, both parties, children have been vaccinated. Yeah. There's no question about that. I mean, no one's done that study. I wish we would. But I think I'm pretty sure that's what we'd find, including all these moronic advisors to Trump. Yeah. So. But I feel like you we're know, going the wrong way on, on you know, public policy. I mean, it's just, it, it's, obviously there are measles out, but there's a, a couple of cases of malaria, <laughs> you know, that, that uh, I think in, in Florida, I think, is it out here, Jody, that, uh, you know, they changed the guidance to you only to isolate for one day or kids that have COVID can still go to school. <laughs> just, I'm like, yeah. oh my God. Yeah, yeah. No, look, we have, we have fundamental problems here, but, and I don't mean to harp on this, but I maybe you can explain Steph why Congress is so supplicate why are why scared. are they doing that I think they're scared of his lunatics of the death threats and the you know against them and their family some of them mean, behind closed like doors admitted scared. that yeah right you mean physically scared not just scared yeah. of yeah. not getting real yeah. yeah I mean why? it's just we're, it's like we're in a hostage crisis with one madman and we're just gonna see how it comes out I mean anyway um yeah. yeah, and you said, yes, the border's a disaster. Immigration needs an urgent attention. This must be solved by bipartisan negotiation. Yes, everyone gets that. But if Trump orders his troops to do zero on the border before the election, blaming it all on Biden, that's just criminal. Oh, they, they, I mean, I've never heard it in my life, candidate actively rooting for the economy to crash. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know. Yeah. 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 Well, if you're, if you're a fanatic tyrant uh, in, in waiting to take the reins of power in the White House again, then I guess uh, everything's possible. You say whatever you want, whatever you yeah. think will activate and energize your base, and that's uh, you know that's clearly what he's doing. But yeah. he wishes ill on America and Americans. I mean, roots for America's enemies. You, you retweeted um, Senator Mark Warner, who said, "Let's be clear: if we don't renew our aid to, to Ukraine, Putin will likely be successful in his brutal invasion." And you just said Ukraine's a beautiful, thriving democracy and our strong ally, literally fighting against an aggressive, dangerous autocrat who's even refusing to negotiate renewal of vital nuclear, nuclear treaties. Stop playing politics with national security imperatives. Well, I, I keep saying it. They are just—they have become under Donald Trump an anti-American party. They root against America and for America's oh, they enemies. They root against America, and they root against America because Donald Trump tells them to. Back to the original problem. Why? And, you know, the point is if, if you, we think that it's really physical fear that's keeping them from saying the right thing, then we got to, I, I don't even know how to characterize a challenge like that. What, what the hell we do about that? Except make sure that we're putting down these physical threats that are coming at people. This yeah. is so yeah. unacceptable. Yeah. Doc, let's go back for a moment just to the, because I keep talking about this, just that I don't know how we ever get back. And I'm sure as a doctor, you're very concerned about how do we, or do we ever get back from this COVIDiacy and this anti-vax nonsense? I mean, I was saying, you know, back like polio, everybody, parents, right? were like, oh my God, a miracle lined up to get it. I don't remember there being, maybe you can tell me as a doctor, I'm sure the internet didn't help because people are like, oh no, doctor, I Googled it. Here's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) WebMD says whatever. So there's always been some of that. But I was saying polio, people didn't go, oh, not that vaccine. What about Pine Sol? What if we drank (laughs) Pine Sol? Like we didn't have this, like, I don't even get where, what's the thing? I've met horse 
right. paste and, 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 and hydroxychloroquine yeah. came right. from. It was people going, I know better than doctors Dur- and During the Spanish flu, there was some snake oil stuff yeah, going on, yeah. too. No. So, you know, it's, it, it's not yeah. completely out of the ordinary you know, there, or something there, like this. There was during the Spanish flu, but we had mass compliance with masks and whatever it is that we knew about uh, public health mm-hmm. and prevention of disease and especially infectious disease in the 1916 to 1918 era, people complied with it. Right. There's, always, there's always going to be a group of people who say, I'm not doing it because I'm not doing it. Right. There's people yeah. who stay in their houses on the Gulf Coast when a hurricane's coming because yeah. they want to watch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, there's nothing we could do about that tiny sliver minority. What's happened now is we've had this nonsense take over a major political party and they've succeeded Stephanie, like you said, in undermining authority in science and health and public health. Yeah. That, that is just really, really difficult to cope with. Yeah. And I, think I mean, they, they play take- a game of gotcha with, you know, first of all, it's the novel coronavirus because it was new right. and we've never dealt with anything like this. And so they just yeah. keep playing gotcha with, oh, see, he was, this doctor was wrong about that when he said this thing. And it's like, it's evolving. Right. Yeah. God, yeah. you know, everybody Look, did the people, best they could in the medical and, and scientific and people, community. Right. They're uncomfortable with uncertainty. There's no question about that. You know, everybody is. And part of the problem that uh, we were dealing with during the crisis and now still dealing with is the lack of belief in the authorities like the CDC. And the CDC yeah. was not that great at giving out messages, by the way. Yeah. Not, by the way, Ron not. DeSantis, of course, took a shot at Fauci, your friend, uh, on the way out the door of <laughs> disastrous losing campaign. He said, oh, I disagree with Trump on, you know, elevating Fauci. Like the fact that he's been made into this villain and and meanwhile, DeSantis appointed, uh, appointed this kook, right, as the head of... Pete uh, Kook. I mean, look, somebody ought to take a look at his at his license to practice medicine. Right, who changed statistics to try to oh, yeah. say vaccines were dangerous, yeah. right, who tried to... Oh, yeah, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, look, we're, we're in a bind. Why don't I keep hoping that there will be some mini-revolution in the Republican Party that will catch on? You know, yeah. I don't know what the hell happened uh, to some of these people who had the potential of confronting him. I feel like they get uh, drowned they out. We just, were just talking they about... They get drowned out, they get overwhelmed, yeah. and we're left with the stupidity of Tim Scott standing behind uh, Donald oh, Trump. God. We were just talking well, about Governor Mike DeWine, Republican in Ohio, you know, had gave an impassioned speech about, you know, transgender kids should be able to get health care. It should be their parents' decision. He just got overridden. So, you know, kids can't get gender affirming care in Ohio because the Republicans, you know, there's one sane yeah, Republican yeah. that tries to do something even vaguely compassionate. They get drowned out now. Yes, they do. And uh, look, this is a, this is a this is a problem in America with Americans and the people we've put in power there. You know, the idea that we have cowards representing us on national security, on public health. Oh, I'm afraid I'm going to get a threatening phone call. Well, again, I'm recognized as a family show and all that. Control yourself, doctor. You can imagine what I think about that. Oh, I might get a threatening phone call. I think I'll just have to support this lunatic liar. 
Yeah. Uh, As I say, Doug, I get called the C word more before 6 a.m. than most people do all all day. <laughs> yeah. Deal with it. By your own staff. And that's by my staff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Um, we love you, Dr. Doom. I'm so happy, Cloppy. Well, we one of my I favorite guests too. is named Dr. Doom is really quite yeah. And I set him up for love further it. doom. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Doc. See you next week. Bye, guys. Thanks, Thank Doc. You. Bye, Doc. Bye. We link to his great work yes. in uh, Ukraine. Taking back God. Taking back the flag. Taking back America. And all before breakfast. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. Stephanie Miller. Stephanie Miller. Whoa. Margaret in Chicago. Hello, Margaret. Welcome. Hey, thanks. I'm a longtime fan of yours, Stephanie. Oh. You're from Air America days. <gasps> Thank you. And you even, have... went, even went to see you in Philadelphia for oh. your uh, big uh, Democratic convention show. Oh. Did you see your phone to the orchestra pit? <laughs> yes, my... <laughs> no, you fell off the stage the night I was there, so yes. I didn't get a chance to meet oh. you. Oh, wow. I was Sorry. so happy. Hey, anyway... Then I wrote a book called Really Donald, and in it I wrote a piece called Dear Donald. Do you, let me read it a little bit to you, okay? Oh okay. After thinking for months that you were a pathological liar, I stumbled upon a medical evaluation explanation of your apparent lying in one of my medical journals. I believe you suffer from a strokeinesia, a rare disease that afflict, afflicts 1 in 12 million people. Like stroke victims, you have no short-term memory. And like amnesia uh, suffers, you have no long-term memory. <laughs> that leaves you he's, with only the present and now. Yes, he's Therefore, had injury, Harry. when the media asks questions, you have to rec- uh, no recall of past or present. Hence, your re- response reflects what you know at the moment. Anyway, that oh. was what I wrote oh. back. Fantastic. It's fantastic. 2016. And okay. a cautionary tale. No, Thank you. Oh, so she tried to now. Was she t- now, now a warning. warning? She warned you in 2016, people. Now a warning? No, we need now some hope. Seth, the homo of hope. Oh, Seth, we haven't heard from you in a little has while. Has arrived. Hello. I know. Hello, homos. I've been busy and shomo Jody. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's mm-hmm. my, uh, my hope now. Um... First, I hope that the media asks Donald Trump, you know, when he says that presidents have to have immunity, mm-hmm. but yet he's saying Nikki Haley needs to be investigated. Uh-huh. So yes. is that is that immunity only for you if you're the president or is it for any president? I love that's the guy like that's actually under 91 actual felony indictments is saying you can't have Nikki Haley because there'll be investigations. <laughs> really? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And then like Tim Scott's head over Trump's shoulder the other day. Like, they are the, re- the Mike Pence replacement. Yeah. Uh, Mike Pence used to stand there and cream in his pants. Like, it was oh, just that, just the placement of his head over his shoulder. That Seth. was, like, the most graphically insane look. Seth Louise Homo. My whole pr- so, I know. This all adds up to everything adds up to Biden in 2024. So, now I'm looking at 2020, 2028, and I'm seeing the ticket of Harris and Jasmine Crockett. Oh, now I've creamed in my pants. I'm not even sure we can say that. No. But he said it. He said it first. Yeah, he said it, but you're not supposed to repeat it. Thank you. Okay. Here's a voter I love. That was going to be Joe Biden. Why Joe Biden? 
Oh, just because, honestly, I think he's doing a better job than people give him credit for. And um, he's got a lot done on infrastructure. I believe climate change is real. He's actually done something on it, which almost nobody else has. Thank you, baby, teenage, and adult Jesus. (laughs) 29 minutes after the hour. Dana Goldberg coming up. a derogatory way of referring to, um, you know, President Trump. He's one of the most fine. energized. I, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. Just chronologically, Donald Trump, my dad's 81, I would say the same thing. I, I'm just saying that Donald Trump is an older man, <laughs> and he is someone that can only serve four years. Oh, dear. Uh-oh. On Newsmax. Uh-oh. Talking to Carrie Lake. Oh, no. Mm. Mentioning that Trump is OLD. Oh, no. If Hmm. he's elected. Right. He's going to be the oldest elected president. Oh, God. Uh, Yes, one more on Charles Payne. Uh, Well, first of all, Donald Trump is not an old man. Um, He is a very sharp man. His cognitive abilities are uh, unlike anything I've ever seen. I talk to him all the time. He's incredible. Really? really? And, you know, it it was one of our founding fathers, Benjamin Franklin, was 81 years old when he helped to draft and write the United States Constitution. Oh, so Age Joe, is just a Joe number. Is okay, it's, it's what's going on up here. And there's a lot going on up here with President Trump. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. There's what's a lot going, going on, on yeah. Yeah. like windmills. And what was the missile test yesterday? Beep, boop, beep, 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 poof, boom. Yeah. It's, it's a neat little trick to have them... Trump's not old, but Biden is. Even right. They're like oh, yeah. the same age, and Trump is clearly demented, and Biden isn't. But okay. Okay. Oh, by the way, in other Kerry Lake fight, 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 big bag of rats, <laughs> all equally awful news. Uh, the chair of the Arizona Republican Party announced uh, he's resigning after a leaked audio take showed him trying to push Kerry Lake out of the upcoming yep. U.S. Senate race. Yep. He also hammered Lake for the selectively edited tape, claiming she's been on a mission to destroy him ever since that conversation took place. Fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. All equally awful. Okay. Oh, do we have a? We have yet another statement from the bassinet. Uh-oh. The 45th president before we can These trumpets are getting a workout this morning. We are in caps lock, ladies and oh, gentlemen. Dear. Please Uh-oh. bring a sweater or whatever it is you do when we are Put in on your cap lock. Belt. Yes. And uh, assist others when the oxygen masks yes. come right. down. Assist, assist them before your, yourself. Them first. What? No, you're <laughs> supposed to do yourself first and, you know, and then, then the children. Yeah, okay. A uh, president of the United States must have full immunity, without which it would be impossible for him, her, to properly function any mistake, even if well-intended, would be met with almost certain indictment by the opposing party at term end, even if it's across the line, must fall under total immunity. That doesn't sound guilty at all, does no. it? No. Or will be years of trauma trying to determine good from bad. There must be an uncertainty example. You can't stop police from doing the job of a strong and effective crime prevention because you don't want to guard against the occasional rogue cop. Yeah, we put them in jail is what we do. Yeah. Or bad apple. Sometimes you just have to live with great but slightly imperfect. All presidents must be total. Complete presidential immunity of the authority and decisiveness of a president of the United States will be stripped and gone forever. Hopefully this will be an easy decision. God bless the Supreme Court. 
So President Biden's going to have all sorts of control if he gets what he wants. Oh, dear God. Okay. Uh, Kevin and the hilarious gay in Chicago in three, Kevin. two, one. Well, hello. Yeah, I haven't heard hello. from you in a while yeah, it's either. Been a while. <laughs> it's been a minute. Yeah. Well, I was able to accept that you are funded by George Soros. But yes. once I found out. And also out Big Pharma, that, apparently. <laughs> well, I was going to say once I found out that you were a shill for Big Pharma, I had to distance myself. Oh, yes. Uh, I don't blame you. Uh-huh. Sure. <laughs> no, I uh, I could never, ever keep away from you, Mama. Like you say, if you agree with somebody, everything that somebody says, then you're an idiot. You're an I idiot. do not agree with everything you say. I well, uh, But that does not keep me away from you. Well, um, you know what, I then? I find out, though. I don't mean me. I don't mean me. You should agree with everything I say. I mean other people. Right. Go ahead, Kevin. Well, here's the thing, though. I I find that I agree with everything that Chris says, which is disheartening for oh, me to find is... out that I am always wrong. Seriously? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Right. I know. All right. So Thanks. I'm right there with you. Like, the guess the quotes, I'm shouting out, like, He-Man characters and Thundercats and all that with you. So okay. Like, I'm oh, always yeah. wrong. No, um, but... Uh, yeah, and you to, call to Clyde dummy every the, morning. I'm well, sorry, Clyde Kevin. is dumb. He is not. He Hi, is. Kevin. Go ahead. <laughs> Clyde is adorable. Clyde's one of those like, if if you say, "Oh, I know somebody. I want to meet you up, hook you up with somebody," and they're like, "Oh, are they? You know, are they hot?" And then you say, "Oh, they have a good personality." Clyde's got a good personality. All yeah. right, stop oh, it. Wow. You, you you shall wow. remain in the penalty box for the rest of the show. And, and what this from Chris, despite Jody, what did I just do? What is this bowl? What did I do? You, you, you were a I, very good I housewife. Left, I left my food in the refrigerator at home. Yes. So, yeah. so I you. once again forced Thank my you. veggie stir fry over black rice on you. Because there was chicken black, in it. Black rice matters, and we have a whole. There was chicken in it. We so have it a whole ongoing veggie. debate about black versus brown rice. It's a whole yes, thing. Do. Yeah. But you were saying it gets it caught in your teeth, and you look like, you know. A spanky from the little rascals. Yeah. Yeah. I used to do that, I, I was saying, on purpose with black olives, just because it's funny, because it blacks out a tooth. Sure. But you said you did it on your fingertips? Yeah, you black put olives? the uh, olives on oh, your fingertips, the whole and you, and you yeah, bowl you with whole it. Thing, yeah. And you bowl yeah. with it. Yeah. Okay, well, I can see how we all ended up together <laughs> in this immature little cesspool Only of black morning. olives, though, because green olives are gross. No, they're not. They're yes, they're all, green like olives are disgusting. Yeah, I don't like green olives. Oh, no, black olives are much better. Yeah, black olives. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well. Black olives and black rice matters. That's yeah, all I do. That's true. <laughs> okay. Oh, speaking of big pharma, by the way, Rolling Stone <laughs> tweets, White House pharmacists reportedly distributed uppers and downers like candy to Trump administration officials during his time in office. And uh, Candyman, Dr. Candyman Ronnie Jackson, yeah. mm-hmm. that's who he cited as his, you know, yeah. cognitive character Without a prescription? Witness, cognitive character witness. I meant to ask Dr. Redliner about that. That is, uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Chris? It, yeah, illegal. Is that illegal? Without a prescription? Yes. 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 Yeah. Oh, dear God. Okay, explains a lot, though. Well, yeah. Okay. Marie. It explains Kaylee McEnany. Hello. Hi, Marie in Atlanta. <laughs> Good morning. Thanks for taking it's my call. It's not allegedly Marie. It's a, it is Marie. <laughs> no, is no, Marie. no, no, no. Allegedly, oh, Kaylee McEnany it was on high on uppers during Hello. the... Yeah, allegedly. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, if, just as, as a quick side note, if that were ever actually proven, <coughs> proven excuse me, um then it would not only be illegal, but whoever did it would lose their DEA their ability to write scripts. So, <laughs> Bless me. Yeah. Sorry. Go yeah. ahead. <laughs> anyway, um, no, I was calling because I, you know, I'm listening to all of this 
vitriol about Nikki Haley staying in and listening to the analysis about how she, you know, she doesn't have a path to win um, statistically. So why would she stay in? And the only thing I can think of is remember that the Koch brothers organization pledged and, and apparently did so very publicly that they were putting a crap ton of money behind her. Mm-hmm. If they wanted her out, I promise you, they would do what it takes to get her to move on. Right. Something is going on for them to keep funding her and keep her in, in the race. Well, I think I, I think it's behind closed doors. People are not sure yep. Trump's going to make it to November, the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, did they use yep. the term crap ton? Is that what they said? <laughs> the <company? laughs> That is, is that more that or is, less than eleven billion? Uh, it might be a little less, just a little. All right, I love you, <laughs> Rose in New York. Hello, Rose. Welcome. Hi. Hi. Hi, Stephanie. This Hi. is so great. I'm a little bit nervous. That's though. okay. Oh, don't be nervous. Um, I'll be very gentle. But mm-hmm. Before I make my point, can I ask you? I know you grew up in Lockport, right? Lockport, up the transit from Chitawagalakawana and Tanawanda. What's your point? <laughs> you. I wondered if you had my my aunt as your first grade teacher. Who was that? Margaret Pringle. <laughs> you think I would remember a Pringle, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of, it's one of those names you remember. Yeah, I yeah, don't. But uh, anyway, so first grade like is a little while ago. Okay. <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't. No, remember. I'm sorry, I don't remember. <laughs> but all right, go um, ahead. I I'm calling because um, I you know now people are talking about how uh, he's spiraling out of control and everything, and they're talking about dementia. Yeah. But the real truth is being a malignant narcissist is a true personality disorder. Yeah. And he is beginning or is in the middle of his collapse. Um, I don't know if that's a technical term. Yeah. But he is breaking down, and that's why he's behaving the way he is worse yeah. than ever. People forget um, these, are di- you know, these diseases progress, <laughs> whether it's physical, mental, both. And it clearly is happening in front of our eyes. Yes, and why isn't it being made more of a deal of it? Like, why, I mean, why would uh, people vote for someone that has a severe personality disorder? I just don't understand it. And why isn't maybe, like, some people from the American Psychiatric Association? They have. A lot of psychiatrists have spoken out. It's just, you know, duty to warn, all that stuff. But No one's listening, I guess. I guess. Not even... Well, that's a a cult. Not only are the... I mean, obviously, none of the, you know, cult people said, oh, you know, that Jim Jones seems a little crazy. Are you sure we should do what he says? You know, (laughs) I mean, it's it's like a group psychosis, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Now I wish I had a first grade teacher, Mrs. Pringle. Mrs. Pringle, can I go to the can? She and her whole family lived in a can. Did you just can make of, that up? A can of Pringles. Oh, uh-huh, yeah. Jody's not even paying any attention. Did you just make that up? Yeah. Just like that. Okay. I went to St. John's Catholic School for first grade, so I think they were mostly nuns and priests. I don't think there was a Pringle. Okay. <laughs> All right. But if she did get fired, she would have gotten canned. That would have been a Pringle that got canned. You're really, really trying to make that work, aren't you? I'm just going to keep beating it. Keep ramming it in, ramming it in with no lube. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm telling the listeners they're pretty. <laughs> Jody has learned to completely ignore me. She's not even making eye contact. She's giving me zero encouragement. <laughs> All right. Oh, I misidentified I, some right wing douchebag host. Yeah. G- give me 13. This is Charles Payne, Fox host. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, saying Biden is much worse than Donald. Right. Thank mm-hmm. God for Jessica Tarloff. She I think it's worse with Biden calling MAGA 
Biden's anger and vitriol and hatred for MAGA is far more worse than President Trump's individual battles with someone who crosses him. That is something that is really detrimental to this country, that the president of the United States despises half of the United States. Far more worse than your grammar, say? Well, there's that. Wow. Okay. Alrighty. President Biden, I, I said earlier today, I just wrote about a week ago, I had a segment coming up, so I, I Googled Biden hates MAGA. Nothing but article, articles after articles after articles. He has expressed hatred for Who's half of the country. Who's writing those articles? It doesn't matter. It doesn't it's matter. Not. Because, because the bottom line is he says it. He has vitriol for them. And no. so does MSNBC, and so does CNN, and so does the New York Times. They have vitriol for half of the nation. They don't look at them like fellow mm. Americans. And it's unfortunate. They try to paint them as racist. He's getting hysterical. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Do you paint people as racist that have Nazi and Confederate flags? And I would have kept, I would have given you more, but there was so much crosstalk yeah. that there was no way to. Oh my God! At that the point is, MAGA's hate America. Right. Exactly, <laughs> actively rooting against America mm-hmm. is the point. Okay. Oh, you know what? By the way, uh, this is an ex-Donald Trump staffer. This is uh, seventeen. Uh, oh, this guy. This yeah. guy. Yeah. Not on okay. camera. Uh, He's mad. Telling a piece of cops to kill themselves during mm-hmm. the January 6th riot. Mm-hmm. Right. So he got kicked out of Trump's victory party because he took a picture, right, of Alina Haba. Uh, we uh, don't know why. Took a picture with Alina Excuse Haba. Excuse me, Alina Haba. Yes, bless you. Thank you. He was wow. very You've upset. never missed one before. Okay. Uh, yes, Alina Haba, who was bless at you. a party right after she said she was sick, right. sick with COVID and was exposed. Huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm getting removed from the Trump event. Why do I have to leave, sir? Can you tell me why? Like, I've knocked more than... 12,000 doors for President Trump. I've done everything I've... I'm getting kicked out right now, guys. Guys, I'm getting kicked out of the Trump event for no reason. Like, I'm just standing there supporting Trump. Like, why are you removing me? Can you give me a reason why? Did Trevor tell you to remove me? Like, what what did I do? That's wrong. I've done nothing but support Trump since the beginning. Like, why am I getting removed? Oh, my God. What did I do? You're You're not even giving me a reason why? Oh, my God. There's no loyalty loyal enough. He's actually rioted for Uh (laughs) Trump, but because he happened to, you know, let an unfortunate fact Mm -hmm. slip out. Uh, Yes, one more. This guy. This guy. Dylan, somebody. Unreal. They they just kicked me out for no reason. For no reason. They just came up to me and said, Dylan, you have to go. Mm. Wait, really? Yeah. And I'm like the biggest Trump guy here. I was the deputy director of the campaign. I've done everything I possibly can to support President Trump. This is unreal. Mm. Unreal. Mm. Mm. Absolutely unreal. This mm. is how they treat loyalty in Trump world. I've done nothing wow. but so be surprising. extremely loyal to uh-huh. this man, and they kick me out. So surprising. Absolutely ridiculous. Really. Is. I guess I'm not welcome here. I guess their calls for unity are complete bull. Oh. Yeah. And they don't actually mean anything they're saying. Oh. So. That is true. Oh no. Oh no. It's so surprising. I guess he's never. Paid attention to anything ever. I tweeted at him. I said, Donald ordered it. These youngins coming to the realization. Poor babies. Waking up on Christmas morning all blinky. Donald Trump gave me a rock? Uh Aw. And he's like a total like frat bro, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's like 23. Yeah. Yeah. Just like douche tooth rolling Uh off of him. Yeah. yeah. With with like a broccoli haircut. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I am a sucker for a shock jock. It's the Stephanie Miller Show.
Stephanie Miller. I said, are you gonna be my girl? It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Dana Goldberg, comedian extraordinaire, coming up in just a couple of minutes. Kevin in D.C. We were down so many Kevins, and now we we right. have yet we yeah. have over Kevin again. Yeah, we have. Hello. <laughs> well, good morning, everybody. Hello. Um, I, I I saw several stories last night. Um, the endorsement um, by the unions, um, uh, the uh, Texas government refusing to you know trying to go against uh the razor wire and all that they're doing uh and more horrifying abortion uh uh, uh fatalities and, and and trouble so um asking for a friend how do the people who say i just can't vote for biden because of the palestinian uh, uh situation i'm sure they are concerned about all those three things so how does doing that help with that cause? Thinking, you know, a, a couple of steps ahead. I, you know what? How? I, it, I think, Kevin, it's such an emotional issue. I've, and I feel like it's hard to say anything, Jody, because mm-hmm. you don't want to seem patronizing to right. people who are very emotional, who have relatives there. Right. You know, right. it, it's the whole situation is is just heartbreaking. Horrific. I don't know. I don't know what else to say. I, you know, I, I, I don't know what else to say about it. That's productive at this point. It's yeah. And it makes, of course, no sense to me to vote for the most Islamophobic president exactly. we've ever had, you know, Muslim ban guy. Yeah. And it, you know, but anyway, um, the, we were talking, we're going to get uh, Rachel Bittacoffer coming up, right? Next we week. We're talking week. about, she's talking about polling and about how we shouldn't worry about approval rating stuff for Biden because they're so tribal on their side. Anyway, and it goes to Andrew wrote to me, uh, Steph, I posted this on Facebook Jan- on January 20th, 2021. Quote, less than two hours into the Biden presidency and already we see we've seen a raging pandemic. He's done nothing to, to quell 400,000 dead Americans, 6.7 unemployment, no improvement from December. Crime in the cities, 14.3 trillion in personal debt and increasing North Korea, developing long range missiles for their growing nuclear arsenal. Record national debt, 27.8 trillion. He's not brought under control. 28.9 million uninsured with no new health policy announced. Every single cabinet position remains unfilled. Deep political division. He's not even tried to heal and no plans whatever to investigate the fraud rampant in the last election we gave him a fair chance but now it's time to admit his presidency is a complete and hopeless disaster on the one hand steph it was a joke but on the other it's not i knew it was only a matter of time before the maga people would be saying exactly this but without the irony sadly i underestimated them they are a lost cause but the rest of us needs to snap out of it thank you Cher, and uh, go support joe biden who has been a very effective president for our country snap out of it well, that's what Rachel Bittacoffer said. The, the yeah. polling showed that the second Biden was president, Trump voters said, oh, the economy sucks. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Clearly, oh, sure. it's Trump's economy. Yeah. Right. Right. So he's right. We just need to snap out of it. Put on a pashmina. Snap out of it. Put on a bad, wrinkly pashmina and go do our part for America. That's all on you. Hmm. Dan Goldberg next. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. This is my fight song. Take back my life song. Prove I'm alright song. And I don't really care if nobody else believes. Cause I've still got a lot of fight left in me. 
On fiscal policy, absolutely, the American Rescue Plan was essential to get shots in arms and checks in pockets to get us to the other side of the uh, crisis induced by the pandemic. And remember, when, when we came into office, there was about a 0% vaccination rate across the country. So getting that program uh, going relative to our predecessor was essential for reopening the economy. Thank you, Jared Bernstein, uh, former chief economic advisor. One more. Now, on inflation, uh, a lot of what we saw was very much associated with the supply side of the economy. Not all of it. Demand is in the mix. But global inflation was caused by global supply chain snarl-ups. And we worked very hard to help unsnarl those uh, those uh, snarl-ups. And that's really showing up in these easing price pressures. Thank you, Dark Brandon. Yes. No one likes a snarly supply chain, Chris. Uh, you know what? You're absolutely right. I, right. I have no arguments. <laughs> All right. Hey, look who's back. Raised by a wild pack of Everything's Jews. better. Here's Dana Goldberg. Goldberg's here. Gold. Ha, ha, ha. For one of the top five funniest lesbians in America. Goldberg's here. Come stick with you, baby. For a thousand years. Nothing gets better when Dana's here. Aw, welcome home, Lassie. Well, thank you. I'm just home for a minute. I'm with you, and then I'm flying away today, right after we're done Wait, with radio. Where are you going? Where are you going? How can we see I, you? I, I've got East Coast gigs. If you're in Tampa, Florida, I'll be there at a matinee show on Sunday at 4 p.m. Who doesn't love a matinee We oh, love matinees. Me? Yes. I love it. <laughs> I know. And then if you happen to be in Bend, Oregon, or Central Oregon around March 8th, come to the show out there. I'm going to be in Fort Lauderdale on April 12th. Oh. All these galas in between. So go to my website, DanaGoldberg.com, and come Fantastic. see me live. Fantastic. Yay. You tweeted, Ron DeSantis uh, should have to carry his presidential run to term, yeah. even if it threatens the life of his party. Uh-huh. That's, yep. that's funny. I, d- I went the sepsis route. He should have had to wait till it got sepsis. You know, it's, there's kind of yeah. way Absolutely. in there. Absolutely. There's jokes galore with that, <laughs> that, that gentleman in his shoe lifts. Yeah, <laughs> it must give you special pressure, though, as a you know a LGBTQ activist that the don't say gay guy just went down you know faster than Lauren Boebert at a truck stop. What? I'm, yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Oh, I do. I do love it. At the same time, everyone who's still in the race is horrifying. But at least we know that Ron DeSantis will not be president of the United States, and there is some joy in that. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I was, by the way, we've been talking, I want to get your take. Dina Wadala said Donald Trump will 100% not debate Joe Biden. First of all, I don't think he'll debate Nikki Haley. I but don't he said either. that's for the same reason he refused to debate other Republicans in the primary. It would expose his dangerous mental decline. Trump's handlers get uh, get that, so they're hiding him from debates and tough questions. I, I mean, Dana, I know everything with him is, oh, he just gets a pass. Like, oh, it's Trump. But I it, will he really be able to get a pass to not you know, take a hard question or debate anybody before this? Oh, I, absolutely. I think he would absolutely get out of uh, debating Biden. My thing is that he is so misogynistic and for yeah. a woman to make him look bad. You remember the way he stalked Hillary Clinton on the stage? Oh, like, I, I think he he desires to do that. The way Nikki just Haley. yesterday. I think he wants to do it. Yesterday, just the way he talked about Nikki Haley and E. Jean Carroll. I mean, we were saying Noel Kastler said that's his original you know, psychosis is hatred of women. Absolutely. Absolutely. And if I was Nikki Haley, listen, I don't want her anywhere near the White House. Don't drop out. There's no reason for you to drop out of this race. (laughs) There's just zero reason for her to drop out. If he gets indicted, basically she's not indicted because he's been indicted 9,000 times. If he gets convicted, she is and goes to prison. She's the nominee. Maybe. I mean, there's no reason for her to drop out. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, and I think, you know, thank God, it's not just her. I think his actual dementia is breaking through the bad journalism. <laughs> but the fact that oh, she keeps boy. bringing it up uh, is good, I think. Absolutely. You yeah. mean Nancy Pelosi, Nikki Haley, Nancy Pelosi? Yeah, it's like the Taco Bell and the Pizza Hut. He doesn't know which one he's at. It's either Nikki Haley or Nancy Pelosi, and he can't tell the difference, oh, apparently. God. Yeah, that was disturbing. Um, you know, I've heard this one before, but you retweeted the clitoris has around 8,000 nerve endings, and it's still not as sensitive as a conservative man on the Internet. Um, and you said, I get, and I guarantee I can find an overly sensitive conservative man before he can find the clitoris, which I think that was a fantastic point, Thank really. You. In yeah, this everyone culture is of just, misogyny. Is, man, for this toxic masculinity you've got going out there, they are just sensitive little flowers, aren't they? Yeah, they're all in their little mojo dojo casa houses. <laughs> That's right. How about that Greta Gerwig making a movie about the patriarchy and not getting a nomination? Thank you for playing, proving my point entirely. I mean, listen, I, from what I understand, I would be... I would like to see more conversations, not necessarily about why she didn't get it, but why Ryan did. And uh, that's being and left out Robbie. of the conversation. Yeah. And Margot Robbie. And listen, I loved them all in the movie. And I did, yeah. I did, someone did write a good thing of like, the, the, the best supporting actors, the category was very thin. So oh. chances yeah. are Ryan got like in there. He was there. great, yeah. Because he too. was great, but also maybe there wasn't another Rustin, you know, to put, to put into. Yeah. We're speculating at Trump's um, next rally, he's going to wear a big fur coat and a headband. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was unfortunate, but it was one of those things where you're like, thanks for proving us exactly yeah. what the plot of yeah. the movie is. Yep. Well, and you tweeted, there's something terribly wrong in this country that a convicted sexual assaulter with 91 federal and state charges who incited a coup in this country can even run for president of the United States. There's something even more wrong that even one person would support him. I mean, it, it, it really is disturbing some days to wake up in a country where this is even a possibility. Some days it's disturbing <laughs> every day. Yes, Steph. every day. Yeah, We're just all trying to get through it. It's absurd. Obviously, I, you know, everyone's like, I don't know what happened to our country. We all know what happened. It's just yeah. really still horrifying that we are where we are. And almost everything, you know, you've tweeted about, we've talked about is it, through line of misogyny. You tweeted, uh, Sawyer tweeted, uh, holy uh, an estimated 26,313 Texas women have become pregnant from rape since the Texas abortion ban was passed. In Texas, there are no exceptions for rape, incest, or health of the mother. And you said, this can't be right. Greg Abbott promised to eliminate rape in Texas. I, I mean, mean, yeah. I can't keep a, a promise, apparently. It's, it's actually <laughs> horrifying because the numbers in, I think it's 15 different red states, are the ones that banned abortion. Some of them do have exceptions for rape. Um, the numbers are horrifying mm -hmm. yeah. and uh, you know what they're going to do in texas i guarantee they're going to call this a border crisis issue yeah. they're not going to talk about how it's usually someone in the house or it's a husband or yeah. it's someone they know they're going to say it's it's immigrants coming across the border illegally that's exactly what they're going to say they want to use this they already just said last yeah. night you probably covered it they're not going to fix the border crisis well, because again, if they go, do does, they have nothing to run on right how does one person even vote for that it's just these big stupid you know these dumb loud <laughs> solutions like oh well we'll just get rid of rape as if no one's ever thought oh oh maybe oh really maybe we should idea. no one's ever thought of that before you know i mean yeah ugh. anyway um lindsey graham oh okay i know we <laughs> used to do another joke but we don't do it ah, that's it oh kobe tweets uh lindsey graham was out here for four months fighting the subpoena to testify but flipped on trump the minute he was behind closed doors and even hugged phony willis and thanked her for allowing him to tell his story <laughs> this is such a party of cowards right 
And then, you oh know. Oh, my God. Of course it is. Ron DeSantis went on this tirade about anyone who kisses the ring, Trump's ring. Oh, he's a wonderful right. person. And then on the way out, he kissed more yeah. than the ring. But I Lindsey Graham's not going to go to prison for him. I mean, that's, the, you know, that's the, it seems to be the line where their cowardice, like, meets, like, because I. Oh, it, Lindsey, Lindsey Graham can't go anywhere near a prison and yeah. survive that. So, there yeah, there's not no way. Yeah. Even <laughs> in white collar prison, Lindsey Graham's not going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I, I mean, I, how are you feeling? You know, like Bob Seskin, I was saying I'm feeling sort of very optimistic and then you sort of don't want, I think we have so much 2016 PTSD, we don't want to get complacent. We, but I mean, it does seem like they're just on a baton death march with, you know, yeah. nominating Trump and, and just this entire party. I mean, how am I feeling? I'm optimistic that you're right. I'm also terrified terrified that he's going to get a second term and and the only thing any of us can do is get out and vote and take everyone we know to go vote as well other than that it's it's sort of out of our hands and i'm not talking about just the presidential race right i'm talking about flipping state legislatures down ballot races like get out of the house and take everyone with you and go vote this november that's the only power we have right now yeah yeah um, the uh, I, and I feel like a lot of the Biden ads are are fantastic so far. A lot of them are just taking Trump video or quotes, <laughs> just like you know. Here it is. Here's uh, some uh, Biden. The 46th President of the United States on his first full day in office, President Biden unveils plans to get COVID vaccines into the arms of more Americans. More than a hundred million Americans are now fully vaccinated. The American Rescue Plan will tackle the pandemic and get direct financial assistance and relief to Americans who need it the most. President Biden signed his landmark bipartisan infrastructure bill. President Joe Biden signed executive orders aimed at tackling climate change. Um, okay, so uh, those are the objective facts, or what percentage of people are going to believe this? The one thing I've never been given credit for was the job we did on COVID. We did a fantastic job with all of the uh, all of the medicines and all, if you look at Regeneron, all of the things that we did, we did a fantastic job, have never okay. been given the credit for that. All of the <laughs> to do. Okay. I just, Don't I sound wonderful? All the medicines work so well. Right. And meanwhile, there's just a study showing thousands and thousands of people died from taking hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. And she's like, take it. What do you have to lose? Yeah, your life. That, that would be it. <sighs> I just, I, I, you know, we were saying, I love that MSNBC, at least, cut into his speech like, nope, he's lying yep. again. <laughs> he's yep. saying he won New Hampshire twice in a row. Nope. Nope. Computer says no. Nope. Lost in 2016 yep. and 2020. I mean, it's just. I, I'm hoping. Listen, I know that they need clickbait. I know they're going to write these articles, but I hope there's still some journalists out there that want to save our democracy because they are the ones that have pen to paper right now or pen to computer and just. I want to see from here on out someone go rogue and start writing truthful yeah. articles about the former president who is declining quickly. And everything he says is projection. What do you say about Sununu? He's, you know, hopscotch. hopscotch. I think he meant hopped up. Yeah. On drugs. He's hopscotch. <laughs> First of all, like, and plus, like, you listen to Noel Kassler about how well-known his lifelong drug addiction is, his crushing up and sniffing Adderall it was, starting from the set of, you know, The Apprentice to way before that in, in New York, right? I mean, it's yeah, just... Yeah, we, we just we were covering a story yesterday on The Beans. I'm not sure if you hit it on the show, but basically they were just handing out prescription oh, medication. Oh, yeah, like candy. Form oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like candy. That's why Ronald Jackson was the candy man. I mean, there's a reason why yeah. they called him that. 
he wants yeah, something, and he's, he's, he's got he's it. Trump's, and they were handing out basically speedballs. Yeah, he's Trump's uh, cognitive, uh, uh, you know, character witness. He's like, Dr. Ronnie says, I'm A-okay. Yeah, he's, I'm, he's the healthiest. He's going to live to be 100. Healthiest person I've ever, 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 yeah. ever, ever, ever seen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I love it. It's a fabulous program. It's the Stephanie Miller Show. God, Becky, look at her butt. It is so big. They only talk to her. Stephanie Miller. Because she looks like a total prostitute. I like big butts and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. Baby got ballet. What? With the open what? What? Yeah. My anaconda don't want none unless she's got <laughs> buns, hun. Red beans and rice didn't miss her. Hi, Dana. Hi. Wow. Wow, indeed. <laughs> mm. got, Good morning. She's looking like Fonda <sighs> in the back of her Honda. Okay, hi, <laughs> hi, Dana. Oh, Goldberg. boy. Okay. Um, it, you know, one of the side effects of the Trump era I was talking about, because, you know, we both fly a lot. I just did San Francisco Sexy Liberal. You're obviously... Uh, this is the CNN headline. Unruly passengers were a problem before the pandemic. Now they're even worse. Um, the story about a guy, you know, that was sitting next to a guy that's completely drunk. He, uh, he, you know, was denied service and then stole stuff off the drink cart. Um, he said the guy uh, pulled out his nails. He was bleeding. He stank. He was blind drunk. He was uh, worried he was going to lose control at any moment. I spent about four hours talking him and uh, talking him down, calming him down. Um, they're saying the incidents are at record highs. Many altercations were based around the face mask rule, of course, in our national toddler tantrum um one our um, american flight attendant said i come in expecting to have a passenger that potentially could get violent um it reported incidents the u.s has fallen but notably remained higher than pre-pandemic levels i was saying earlier dana it just seems like this one of the trump era effects that it's just okay to act like an angry toddler a-hole in any situation, right? And, and I 100 uh, percent agree with you. When you've got someone in the highest position in the land, supposedly, and he's getting away with possibly murder, if you count the million people that died from COVID, right? Um, yeah, that's that's what it's it's empowering these people to think that there's no consequences for their behavior, and they're entitled little brats. Yeah. yeah, I mean, here's case in point: a proud boy who rioted at the Capitol on J6 berated a judge, and it, because Trump does it, right? So yeah. in a bizarre meltdown, as he was sentenced to six years in prison, he said, "You can give me a hundred years, I'd do it all over again." And the judge said, "That's the definition of no remorse in my book." Uh, he repeatedly had interrupted the proceedings, calling the judge a clown who was in charge of a kangaroo court. Well, these people are going to find. By the way, Trump's not going to get the pass they think Trump's going to get. I, I truly Agreed. believe justice is coming, and that's why it's so important, because all of these idiots think that, you're right, everyone get away. This is how Trump acts, right? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. I, and I do think justice is coming. I don't think that this man's going to be walking free for the rest of his life. Yeah. I love that, uh, who is it, Leticia? Or, you know, in a golf cart, because he's yeah. has a hard time walking doesn't long walk. distances <laughs> at no, all. doesn't walk. Okay. can't even walk up a ramp. Yeah. Seriously, I can't believe they even give Biden a hard time. And yeah. there he is doing one-legged stretches, riding his bike. And Trump, like, we saw him not be able to walk 10 feet with all the other leaders in Europe or wherever it was. It's just like, ay ay ay. Um, I love Letitia James uh, cited farmer bro, Martin Screlly. Uh, yep. His lifetime ban from the pharmaceutical injury, uh, industry, excuse me, to justify a similar penalty <laughs> against Trump. Um, he, her office was behind the legal efforts against both of them. 
But, you know, again, real consequences for a lifetime, you know, as our friend Mary Trump always says, right? His business model has been fraud his entire life. He's never done an honest thing in his life. Never. Yeah. He he just yeah. It it's infuriating. I do hope that this happens sooner than later. I want to I want the um what is that uh, privilege the, the his case yeah where immunity yeah, all I was just going to ask like, you what you I'm and, ready for this to come down yeah, like I want to hear the judgment already I want them to stop yeah. pushing it what are you and Allison Gill on Daily Beans saying because I I'm sort of like where is this immunity ruling I know Andrew Weissman and Mary McCord flattened his recent claim that without presidential immunity presidents like Harry Truman would have been unable to act you know all these ridiculous analogies like dropping the atom bomb and you know it, go ahead Oh, no, I was yeah. just going to say, it's if they say that he's got full presidential immunity, he can do whatever he wants, I, I, the, the Pandora's box that would be opened up with this is, yeah. I don't think they'd ever be able to put it back. So I would be shocked if they actually come back and say, yes, he he has that, and it's true. Yeah. I, I just don't, I, I can't see it happening. Yeah. I just wish that that would happen sooner or later, because as we know, the more they push this case, yeah. the later it starts, and he's yeah. doing it on purpose. Always plays into his delay tactic every time. Mm-hmm. 29 minutes after the hour, Dana Goldberg's here. She is. So everything is automatically better. Yeah. Oh, better. Oh, better. On the Stephanie Miller Show. <laughs> Stephanie Miller. Put your hands in the air like you age the age of the age and just don't care. <laughs> I don't. It is the Stephanie Miller Show. Dana Goldberg's here, yeah. everybody. Good uh, morning. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know you were saying it is depressing to uh, live in a country where even one person <laughs> would vote for this rapist lunatic. Uh, however, I feel like the Biden camp is doing a mm-hmm. good job. Uh, here's a uh, Biden ad. Take a listen. President Biden signing into law the landmark Inflation Reduction Act. President Biden just signed a bill into law today boosting domestic semiconductor production and research in the United States. Madam Vice President. No president has ever said those words from this podium. Many believe the White House has made a deal with China on the fentanyl crisis to help stop the flow of fentanyl into the United States. Face-to-face diplomacy back on the global stage. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I know it's hard because Donald Trump sucks up so much oxygen, particularly all his criminality, to really talk about the extraordinary achievements of, of, uh, Biden. And all just also to call bull, all this, you know, most fentanyl comes, you know, in legal ports of entry. Mm -hmm. It it is mostly sold by Americans, like all this fear mongering they're doing. Um, yeah, I love Absolutely. I think every ad should start with all of the failures of Trump and end with all the successes of Biden, because that's the name that you hear last. That's the name you're going to remember. And those are the things that stay in your consciousness. They need to be doing this in every single ad. Yeah. And they keep saying Biden keeps seizing more fentanyl at the border as if that's a bad thing. Right. I know. I don't think that means what you think it means. <laughs> um, Mitt Romney said, I think the border is a very important issue for Donald Trump. And the fact that he would communicate to Republican senators and Congress people that he doesn't want us to solve the border problem because he wants to blame Biden for it is really appalling. Oh, my God. When Mitt Romney is at appalling. Um, I Mitt Romney know. Outrage, outrage meter, Dana. I know. I mm, can only imagine mm, what Susan Collins is saying. Susan Collins. Doors. Be- I mean, if oh, Mitt Romney's I'm upset. Very concerned. <laughs> oh, I'm she's sorry. Like, she, to- she's like, I'm not Attention. supporting him this time, this no matter what. This is an alert okay. from the Mitt Romney outrage system. The Mitt Romney outrage no. level has been elevated. 
from mm. troubling to appalling. Oh, God. When the Mitt Romney outrage level is at appalling, yeah. take special care in public places Bring when it. doing normal everyday tasks, such as operating your car elevator oh. or grooming your dressage horse. Ah. However, it is important that in a Mitt Romney appalling state of outrage, you continue to go about your business of supporting every Donald Trump policy. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the terrorists win. Yes. This change oh. in Mitt Romney outrage status is more severe than last month's change from bothersome to disconcerting. Mm. But not as alarming as in 2018 when the system went from upsetting to unpleasant. Oh, dear. This has been an alert from the Mitt Romney outrage system. We now return to the regularly scheduled programming of 101 Strings performing the greatest hits of the Ramones. Okay. (laughs) Does not know that was on the schedule. Okay. That's Um, fantastic. Back to this ridiculous immunity argument. So Mary McCord, former prosecutor, uh, talking about, you know, him referring to uh, Truman's decision to drop an atomic bomb to end World War II. He said he's trying to, she said he's trying to convince the American people that doing things like what is considered by our military and our government to be necessary during war could be thwarted. Uh, she said more significantly, Trump is trying to make it seem like if presidents uh, can't, that can't, presidents can't function without immunity, which is ridiculous from the perspective of you just don't need to commit crimes to be president. You don't need to commit crimes in order to prosecute a war during a declared war. You don't need to commit crimes to challenge an election. Um, there are existing laws, laws of war that govern behavior during wartime, she explained. It isn't part of the U.S. criminal code, but rather a part of international treaties. Secondly, the U.S. criminal code does address actions taken outside the, um, outside the United States. So a U.S. national who kills a foreign national outside the country could still be prosecuted. He, she said, you just don't need to commit crimes to do any of that. I mean, he's not arguing, Dana, I'm sure as you guys have discussed that he's innocent in any no. of these cases. He argues that he should be able to do whatever he wants. Right. Absolutely. He's never said, I did not do this. He's basically giving us all the reasons why he should get away with it. That's his defense. We've seen it his entire life. Yeah. And I don't know where you guys come down on this Fonnie Willis thing, but uh, it's just this investigating the investigators. You know, yeah. just I, one Georgia state legal, I know most ethics perspectives, uh, you know, experts in Georgia have said this is not a big deal. One of them argued Willis should hand the case off to in- avoid endangering it. This would constitute an act of public service by Ms. Willis, and more important, it offers the best option for keeping the criminal case on track and holding Trump and his co-defendants accountable for their actions in the 2020 elections, if that's the just outcome. Um, he said the problem is not so much wh- whether there's any actual misconduct, but more the appearance of it that Trump's attorneys could conjure up. That pisses me off. Yep. <laughs> I agree. I agree. And we also know that this is coming out much heavier because this is a black woman. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Uh, but I, I, I don't even know what to say about it. I wish it didn't. I wish it didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, just because, unfortunately, we've seen it with the VP. We've seen it with Fonnie Willis. We've seen it with Tish Letish, James. For some reason, they're being held to this higher standard. And if it was some guy, or if it was, and I hate to say this, but if it was probably even a white guy, there would not be this big to-do yeah. about it as it is as it is right now. Yeah. There's so much racism laced inside yeah. of this. Yeah, absolutely. And misogyny. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Michael in Oakland, hello. Oh, hi. We've seen it with the VP. We've seen it with Bonnie Willis. We've seen it Michael, with the tish, with Michael, Michael. All right, I'll wait till you put your radio on. Ah, he knows the rules. Michael, come on. He's supposed to turn down his radio. He knows that. (laughs) Brenda in in Michigan. Excuse me, you're on with Dana. Hi, Brenda. Hi. 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 Go ahead. 
Um, I just wanted to put Stephanie's mind at risk. Total immunity or absolute immunity isn't going to be a consideration for Trump. They wouldn't have um, put impeachment in the whole process if they expected that presidents couldn't be charged for crime. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you for that. I think um, what she what? was saying in the impeachment process is that they would have gone after a conviction harder if they assumed that the justice system was not going to eventually hold him accountable. Mm-hmm. I think the problem there is the assumption that somehow we have a just system that's actually going to do what they're supposed to be doing. Mm. Yes. Okay. That will on a time frame that will prevent a madman from getting the nuclear codes. Right. Just you know, right. Not he important. was impeached twice, so he's not immune. But the lack right. of conviction obviously makes him feel like he is. He's using that as an empowering excuse. Right. But almost every senator said they didn't vote to impeach him. A uh, convicted. Yeah. Excuse me. Even though they know he's they guilty. Thought the yeah. federal law was going to take care of it. I mean, it. let's yeah. play compare and contrast. Uh, I. Parade of embarrassments. James Comer slammed by fellow Republicans for impeachment dud. Even they know there's no there there against Joe Biden. House Republicans reportedly fatigued of Comer's impeachment quest. Uh, they, uh, Republicans who confided in, you know, whoever, said his ongoing com- impeachment crusade has been a disaster for both his committee and the majority as a whole. Uh, Republicans, of course, speaking on the condition of anonymity because they're cowards. Right. Uh, dismiss Comer's efforts as a clueless investigation. One would be hard-pressed to find the best moment for James Comer in the Oversight Committee, one Republican said. It's been a parade of embarrassments. Um, they said committee members look like buffoons. James Comer continues to embarrass himself in House Republicans. He screws up over and over and over. One Republican source said, I don't know how Republicans actually impeach the president based on his clueless investigation and lack of leadership. I mean... I, they just they whatever Trump tells him to, so he can go in. No, I know you're being. I'm being impeached, but so are you. <laughs> I I just I listen. This whole power that he has over the party still it's ridiculous. But I still think it goes back to the the RNC leak. I think a lot yeah. of this goes back to the RNC leak and how much blackmail this guy has yeah. on most of the party. I mean. DNC, RNC, none of that was ever released. And so I have to believe it has something to do with that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, It just, all this Hunter Biden stuff, just, you can see again, I keep saying this every day, you can see why they didn't want to do this in public because another transcript from the House Oversight and Reform Committee is being shared online. Some experts causing mockery of at least one of Republican committee members. Uh, Hunter Biden's friend, we talked about, Kevin Morris, he's a Hollywood lawyer, testified about his relationship with uh, with Hunter as part of the, the impeachment inquiry. Um, Morris testified to the committee, I wasn't paying for anything. I was loaning Hunter Biden the money for things. At the time I met him, he was in danger in his house. Paparazzi was there. People were coming up to his door with cameras. We just want to talk to him. People were yelling from outside of the bushes. Hunter Biden, come out. Come out. Uh, Melissa's five months pregnant. I got him security and he needed to move and so we had to find a place quickly. We had to find a place that had privacy and we ended up with that house. Again, he said it's not against the law to help a friend. And I never got anything from Joe Biden. There was no influence. I mean, they keep looking for a there there that is not there. They have to. They're doing this as well. And we also know this to take all of the heat off of the kids of the Trump family who are criminals. I mean, the investigations in New York and everything else, we know that this is projection. It goes all the way down the family line. Yeah. And, you know, again, in polling, even Republicans, there's a sizable chunk that won't vote for him if he's going to be convicted. And you and I know he is going to be convicted in one of these cases. Um, We got to keep our heads down. Just these Biden ads, keep them coming. Here we go. Keep them coming. 
Biden adds, That's a major part of Biden's vision to reassert the United States on the world stage as a beacon of democracy. Today, I'm honored to officially introduce to you the next Associate Justice of the Supreme Court of the United States, Ketanji Brown Jackson. Now, because of the Inflation Reduction Act, seniors on Medicare are paying $35 a month. When I heard about the $35 cap, I cried tears of joy. The U.S. hiring surged well beyond analyst expectations while the unemployment rate fell to its lowest since 1969. Uh, is that not one of the biggest <coughs> deals, as someone would say? $35 insulin yeah. in a country that sadly needs it as much as people in our country do? And the fact that they cut these prices by 70% and these yeah. companies are still apparently making a ton of profit or they wouldn't be able to do this and stay afloat. I mean, yeah. the fact that they did this and made it a competitive market is huge. And someone needs to take a stand on all of these prescription drugs so that people are actually able to afford them. Yeah. But as we know, our health system is messed up and they want people to stay sick. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this and the UAW thing yesterday, that guy was yeah. great. The uh, I think I, this is one of the other ads. He is clearly showing support for the United Auto Workers. When you guys fight for workers' rights, it benefits everybody. Today I'm proud to announce a new program called the SAVE Plan. It brings the Biden administration's total approved debt cancellation to $127 billion, bucks, impacting nearly 3.6 million Americans. We have created more small businesses in the last two-year span than any two-year span in history. Today. You know, beyond the $35 insulin, Dana, I was talking about, you know, that we, if you have, uh, you know, millennials that you know and love, I mean, that is such a big deal, the student debt relief. If you know anyone that's trying to pay off student yeah. debt and buy a house or even rent in certain markets, it's, you know, this is real stuff that's helping real people. It's life-changing. Allison and I covered the good news on the Daily Beans and the amount of people writing and talking about their student loan forgiveness and how yeah. it's changing their lives. We're talking about anywhere from twenty dollars to $150,000. Yeah. And most of these people owe more now than they did when they got the loan because yeah. of the interest rate. It's just set up to hurt the borrower. Yeah. And I mean, so these I, stories have been amazing. And I'm glad that this administration figured out how to go through the back door when the Supreme Court tried to cut them off at their knees. Yep. And it's just, I feel like Trump wants everyone to be as, you know, selfish and douchey as he is. You know, the people that go, I pay my student, they, they shouldn't get debt relief. And it, it's, I always say, like, I am so um, incredibly lucky and grateful that my uh, my parents could afford to pay for college. Same. But can I just say, yeah. it almost killed my father. I mean, yeah. it, you know, his dad was a janitor. We, he didn't come from a lot of money. It almost killed him. But at least I don't have student loan debt. Yep. I mean, to yeah. have that on top of what we all know is the housing market is like, it, you know, it is, I, and I just don't get it how, you know, they don't get, Republicans don't seem to get it. it's good for our, everybody, yep. for the economy, right. for America, helping Ukraine is good for America, good for our ally, you know, it's oh, good for yeah, the world. Oh, yeah, you kidding? You think the party of me is going to care what's good for our allies and the rest of the world? Come on. But it's also good for us if you have to right, talk about self-interest, you know, but all right, one last yeah. one, Biden, uh. Today, President Biden is announcing the first ever White House Office of Gun Violence Prevention. I'm announcing a pardon for all prior federal offenses for the civil possession of marijuana. I'm about to sign an executive order, an executive order that is the most significant action any government anywhere in the world has ever taken on AI safety, security, and trust. I've never been more optimistic about America's future. There is nothing beyond our capacity if we work together. Amen. Hooray.
Hooray! Yeah, I mean, we've talked to uh, Victor Shi this week about, you know, these are kids that grew up with active shooter drills. Gun safety is going to be an issue. I mean, obviously, Roe is going to be a huge issue. Uh, so, I, you know, and I was saying that Biden got 70% of the vote, not even on the ballot right. <laughs> in right. New Hampshire. Can you just, sh- can the media shut the up about no b- enthusiasm for Biden? and no did, b- did, b- did. But, I mean, Barack Obama didn't get much of a vote when he was unopposed and on the I ballot, know. right? There was also an illegal robocall telling yeah, people not yeah, to vote. AI. I mean, it's just, yeah, for them, him to overcome that in, in, a, in a primary where he wasn't on the ballot, it's good. People are fired up. I just want to yeah. keep seeing it happen. And you I know, hope I smarter do. than in 2016, Dana, about effery, like AI yeah. and whatever Russia is going to do, because you know they are. You know oh, Russia's yeah. everything at stake, you know, with yeah. Trump winning again, right? Yeah, I agree. Okay. That's okay. all I need to say. Sometimes I don't want to argue with you. Oh, I just want to go oh. to commercial. Huh. That was, okay. Just kidding. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> break now. I'm just so kidding. many producers. Stephanie Miller, a lovely girl who came from beyond the stars to spot in the sea. Stephanie Miller. You're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All that glitter is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dana Goldberg, rock star. What? And so you know what that means. What? She's going to be today's Stephanie Miller Happy Hour podcast. Happy Hour Extra. Hey, extra. Get it. Ooh. This is how you help. You, you enjoy the magic of Dana Goldberg and help the Stephanie Miller Show. That's right. Subscribe, right? Uh-huh. Give it five stars. Yep. We release one every day, and Dana's been gone for a while. Everybody every miss Everybody misses her. Yeah. Yes. You can see her live. Go to DanaGoldberg.com. Mm-hmm. You could DG do. Comedy on the socials. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram. That's a good place, DG mm-hmm. Comedy. I post pictures there and of my life and all my shows coming up. Nice. Seth in L.A., not the homo of hope, no. the, the homo the of other filth. One, yeah. Yes. Hello, Seth. Yes, hello, and yet I am bringing hope today, okay. nonetheless. Oh, so I just want to remind everyone, Dana's right when she says keep your eye on the prize and move forward steadily. There are so many things that are going to happen that we cannot predict. And three months ago, when we were all soiling our depends over the poll results, no one could have predicted that Orange Julius Caesar's senility would be so apparent and on TV and that Nikki Haley would have had the balls to pick it up and run with it. Yeah. So there is so much yeah. that's going to happen I keep saying, now and then. Seth, it's the year of anything can happen. I mean, this is going to be a wild ride, Dana. Oh, yeah. Way, right? yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I mean, I obviously a lot of Republicans are betting he's the Trump campaign doesn't make it to right. November for whatever number of reasons. So, uh, I think there's anyway. a lot of Republicans that don't want him to, unfortunately, but you still have this MAGA contingency yeah. that is yeah. running the House of Representatives right now. It's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Um, speaking of justice coming, Rudy Giuliani's bankruptcy case moving forward. <laughs> Woohoo! He will have to testify under oath. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's always somewhat problematic for Rudy. <laughs> um, party itself uh, imploding. The Senate GOP breaking down into finger pointing and shouting matches as tempers flare between the leadership and hardliners about passing border and a foreign aid deal. Private Senate GOP meetings have devolved into testy exchanges. Fight, fight, fight. Big bag of rats. You're all equally awful. 
Over immigration, Trump and Ukraine, including uh, Tuesday's closed policy lunch, a handful of Republicans revolted against McConnell, questioning whether he's using a tentative immigration and border security package as an end run with Democrats to help push through more money for Ukraine. Oh, God forbid. Uh, the meetings are devolving into shouting matches. They're sniping at the leadership, accusation hurling, and motivation questioning fight. Fight, 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 fight. <laughs> um, and then I just, I have to end with, hi, I'm Eric Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> alleges an all-out war on God since his father's what? election loss. I mean. Oh, boy. He's yeah. never been to church in his life. No. He can't name anything. He just anything. pours cement. I'm just a cement porter. That's all I do. I just pour cement. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. We will. I, it's just the least godly man in the history of our country supported by Christians is going to be one of the, the stories Fortifying. of our time. Yeah. Um, DG Comedy. I love Please you. Please do. I love you, all of you, and the stuff heads out there. Thank you for oh, coming to my Go see Dana Live. Yes. Yeah, DanaGoldberg.com. Get it. We love you, Dana. See love you tomorrow. Too. Bye.